Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I am your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. <laughs> T, how are you? Doing really well right now because I'm having a little bit of rosé. Rosé! <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to rosé. Cheers to rosé on this hot, hot Los Angeles day. Yes. Ooh, I just rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Yum. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just made you laugh and you couldn't drink. <laughs> it's okay. I'm back at it again. Can you forgive me? I, you did it again. <laughs> Damn it. I can forgive you. And silence. <laughs> yeah, so we are having rosé because you know what? Why not? Yeah. Why not, folks? We don't know what the appropriate drink is for an episode that's about a failed wedding. So. Yeah, this is true. Well, we could have done champagne, but I know that I'm going to get a headache if I were oh, to have champagne. Yeah. So I was like, mm, yeah. rosé it is. It's a little bit of bubbly. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and it's mm-hmm. chilled. Why not? Oh, yes. Chilled it is. Mm-hmm. Feels good. Yeah, Feels really it? good. It's way too hot in Los Angeles. We're having this major heat wave. Yeah. And it, um, yeah, it feels good. Especially when LA <laughs> didn't have humidity. Now we're getting Ugh, seriously, humidity. Seriously, though. Yeah. Does that mean that we're, like, getting closer and closer to the ocean? Like, the ocean levels are rising? <laughs> yes. I'm going to say <laughs> Let's yes. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, so, here's something that Lady J forgot to do. I forgot to get the synopsis. Oh. <gasps> But we didn't even say, well, okay, the name of this episode. Yes. So we're going to be talking about episode 321, titled There Goes the Bride, Part 1. And what are the spoilies? So it's part one of the series, uh, it's not series, season finale for season three. You're getting ahead of yourself. Getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Series finale. That's like a billion years away from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're going to be doing this. For quite a while, my friend. So stick around. Stick around. Okay. The Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode is, in the first of this two-part episode, Heather is back in town and getting married, but Matt finds out an awful secret about her fiancé. Okay, that's not so bad. I mean, it's not bad, but it's also misleading. Yeah. Because when I read that, I was like, oh shit, like... What's the secret going to be? Like, he already has a wife, or, like, he's a drug addict, or, like, he's some sort of, like, horrible, like, you know, like, murderer or some shit. Drug addict kind of makes sense only because of how this show has been treating drugs and going with... Seriously. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, the way the show talks about drugs is hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, my God, that reminds me of... I was on some social media platform recently. I don't know what it was. And or it was like a show or something where somebody was like, oh, in case you had any doubt about like what what the message about drugs was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then they played a clip from Seventh Heaven about the joint when when Eric finds the joint on the floor and he's like, yes. whose joint is it? <laughs> Why didn't Happy just eat it, man? I swear. <laughs> you would have saved us some time, Happy. Uh. Oh my gosh, yeah, I, I had a chuckle to myself on that one. I, I wish I could remember where it was from so I could give it proper credit, but I don't know, it must have been on like Facebook or something. <laughs> but yeah, it was like hilarious. And it wasn't somebody like sending it to us or anything, like, yeah. you know, it was just like I, 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 like I came across it, you know? Okay. Like, um, but yeah, so this show, man, this episode, like... It sets up a lot, right? Yeah. As we've seen in these two-parter finales that mm-hmm. they do on the show, like yeah. they do a lot of setting up in this epi- mm-hmm. in the first half, and then they knock all the dominoes down in the second half. But, yes. Um, this one, like, I mean, what a cliffhanger! Arguably, a more interesting cliffhanger than the time when Mary got hit by a car. Yeah. Like at least for me. Yeah. Like I kind of enjoyed this one a little bit better. Mary got hit by a car. <laughs> Gosh, that was two seasons ago. It's crazy to think Moving about how on far up. we've come. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it opens with Dina and Simon talking, mm-hmm. right, on the phone. And 
what the hell was wrong with Dina's mouth in this episode? Did you notice? It's like it's like she had something in her mouth. Like as if like uh, braces or something like that. Like I mean, with the way, but the way she's moving her mouth, right? I mean, no, it was like the way that the sounds were coming out mm. of her mouth. Because you'd think it'd be braces, but you look at her teeth. There's yeah. no braces. On yeah, them. exactly. Like, what, so I don't know what it was. It was like she had like cotton. Yeah. in the corners mm-hmm. of her mouth or something. Because like the sound was coming out. Yeah, out like weird. Mm. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so she calls Simon to tell him that her cousin, who shall go unnamed because I can't remember her name. Cindy. Cindy. Um, her cousin Cindy's in town, and um, it would be great if she can come to the wedding. Uh-huh. And actually, no, Dina doesn't even want that. Simon's like, bring her to the wedding. And yeah. Dina's like, don't you have to ask? And Simon's like, don't worry, I got this. Yes. <laughs> and then Dina calls him her hero mm-hmm. which like throws simon for a loop yeah which is a super cute because i'm like oh he's never heard that before <laughs> i know it's he's, so cute he's really cute about this relationship with her yeah like and i like it too because more so or i guess what, what i mean is like with zetus lapidus yeah she was very much like the controlling stake mm-hmm. in that relationship. Yeah. Like he was just like floating along like a feather on the wind yeah. in terms of like how that relationship went, what she wanted, what mm-hmm. they did, what they didn't do, whatever. Yeah. But with Dina, it feels like they're learning about relationships yeah. together, you know? Like yeah. they're like discovering what it's like to be a partner to someone together. Yeah. Give and take. Like it's really oh, it's so they're sweet. super sweet. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah, it's really cute. Like, Simon's adorable. <laughs> He's like, I'm her hero. I have to live up to that title. I have to do this, dude. And yeah. he, like, he, he, like, runs to Matt. Like, how can I get Cindy on the list or yeah. whatever? And he's like, come on, man. She said I'd be her hero. Yeah. And he, he's like, well, what did he say? That, oh, that, like, Lucy took the last, like, extra seat or oh, something? Oh, yeah, because she, she invited goes, her two people or yeah, whatever, and, which we'll get into. Oh, yeah, we will. And then, um... And the best was, like, he's like, but I'll stand. It's okay. Like, <laughs> just make it work. Come on. Yeah, seriously. Which, hilarious, because cut to when you see the church at the wedding, yeah. it's, like, empty as fuck. Thank you. <laughs> like, there's barely enough people to fill the first ten pews. Yeah. <laughs> like, was anybody invited? Seriously. <laughs> and I love how, too, like, I think we talked about this before, the idea that, like, they're having this wedding in Glen Oak when... Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> because, what the fuck? Like, Heather and Mason presumably live in the on the East Coast yeah. where they go to school or where they met or whatever, mm-hmm. which means presumably Mason's family's also there. Yeah. Like, why would you have this wedding across the country where no one cares about you? <laughs> like, it's about the Camden. Always. Always. <laughs> and to create the drama. Yeah, there's got to be drama. Yeah. <laughs> Like, everything happens in Glen Oak. Like, even whenever um, Annie's, uh, you know, dad got married. Not in Phoenix, where oh, he lives. Yeah, or when she, where she lives and her and, whole family yeah. is. Nope. And none of them come. Nope. <laughs> just just Grandpa Pete Charles and the Camdens. Yes. <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> These Camdens. Yeah. So, they're all talking about, like, you know, cut to the kitchen. Annie and Eric are talking about this wedding, whatever. And they're all, like, really worried about Matt and yeah. how he's dealing with this and stuff. Or taking it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and Annie makes a comment about he really believed that Matt was going to end up marrying Heather. Or yeah. end up with Heather. Yeah. And I'm like, really, Annie? Did you really believe that? Yeah. Like, you might have ended up with your high school sweetheart or whatever. Not even. Yeah. But why would you assume that's going to happen to your son? Well, forget assuming that that's going to happen to your son. But, like, what about his relationship with Heather spelled future marriage? Like, just because they were cute together. Like, they lasted, what, a day and a half before she went back to the East Coast and she was like, peace, gotta bounce. Maybe it's because, like, how Matt made changes. Cared about her. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. That's the only reason why. But again, it's not enough. It's not enough to think that, you know, I always thought that they were going to end up together. No. Especially not when you have Shauna in the mix now. Yeah. And I'm sorry not to show my cards too soon, but Shauna is the fucking tits. I love her so much. Yeah. I love her with all of my heart. She and Matt together are like, 
yes, mm-hmm. relationship goals. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love them. She's awesome. She's like an independent thinker mm-hmm. and she and she's like she challenges him yeah. and like makes him be a better person. Yeah. In a way that like like Heather, like who the fuck is Heather? You know, <laughs> like who cares about a fucking Heather? She's been missing for a season. Yeah. Okay, she showed up she showed up twice, but and this is the second time. Well, yeah, because they met in season 1. Yeah. And then we never saw her in season 2. Yeah. Only only him chasing her. Like, flying out there. That was all in season one, though. Or was it season two? No, it was season two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that was in season two. But in this season, like, she showed up once to tell Matt that she was engaged and that she wants, you know... Eric to marry them. Yeah. And then this. And she showed up here for her actual wedding. Yeah. I just don't... I don't know. It's... And this brings me to my larger point that I felt like I really noticed it in this episode. Or I should say both of these two halves of the finale... Mm -hmm. This this thing that the show does or did specifically in these two episodes of like writing in like making the story ex- whatever they want it to be even yeah. if it means flat out lies yeah and this is like a relatively innocuous one mm-hmm. but like like this is just like literally they're just like planting. A breadcrumb. Yeah. So that they can then go, look, it's a breadcrumb. Bre- breadcrumb. Yeah. But they just planted it there like a second ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's it's insane to me how much of that is happening in these episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and as we as we talk through it and the examples come up, I'll mention them. But it's just like, what the hell, dude? Like... Like what? This is not how you tell a story. No. <laughs> like no. you don't, you don't just make something up and and then go look how true that was. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> a lot of issues with this uh, finale. Yeah, really like weird shit happening in here. <laughs> but anyway, um, so then we meet Lucy's new friend situation i guess yeah we've always also described yeah we know, we've always known about shelby <laughs> yes. but like her like coming and going not really yeah it's not like shelby's in every episode yeah like, exactly it's been well established at this point that she and lucy are like best They're, friends yeah. or whatever and then there's this new guy joe seriously who looked really familiar but yeah. then i looked him up and like nothing yeah like not familiar at all yeah same. so he just has that face i guess um Shane Meyer is the guy that plays him. And so they all walk in together and they're like, hey guys, like, what's up? Like, you guys go find something to watch on TV. I'll get us some snacks or whatever. Yeah. And then, of course, Annie and Eric are like, uh, so who does Joe belong to? Yeah. <laughs> Which is a really shitty way mm-hmm. to, like, frame friendships yeah. or, or boy-girl Girls. relationships yeah. to your fucking kid. Like... Like, why don't you just take it at face value if she's telling you... Okay, yeah, that, exactly. That, that, ...that we're friends, like, well, cool, let her believe that at least. Yeah. Don't make her then also believe, like, oh, guys and girls can't be friends. Oh. Like, like imagine, like, you and I have very... Like, we're, we, we roll in the same crew, whatever, yeah. right? Like, half of our crew, if not more than half, is guys. Yeah. Like, imagine if our parents at any point of, in our childhood yeah. were like... Oh, like who's gonna hook up with who? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, why can't we just be friends? Yeah. We've been friends this long, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so, um, anyway, so, um, so they're, they're hanging out. That's that dynamic. Ruthie shows up in like a veil and gloves and announces that she's gonna be a bride mm-hmm. <laughs> or that she's getting married. And, and then, like, suckers Joe into being like, like, will you marry me? And Joe's yeah. like, yeah, sure, whatever. But then he drops this line, which, like, really threw me for a loop. So let's listen to it, and then we can talk about it. Okay. You're, you're very good with children. <laughs> Should be. I have three younger sisters at home. It's not my first time at a wedding chapel, you know? Nope. Nope. You have three younger sisters... So it's not your first time in a chapel? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. If they're younger than you, they're under 12. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does that have to do with anything? I, I swear, there was a moment where I was like, hold on, did I hear that? And I did rewind. Yes. Yeah. I was like, did that happen? Like, what? Like, what? The, again, I'm talking, like, what the fuck happened in the writer's room for these yeah. episodes? Like, 
Or did the kid mess up? I and then they left then, it. But again, still no, no unacceptable. No. Like, yeah, even worse then. Yeah, <laughs> like that's true. <laughs> um, that made no sense. Unless we're missing something, listeners, you tell us: Are we missing something? Is there something about chapels and young girls? Like, I don't get it. Is it because like young girls are in weddings because they're flowered? Like, I don't get it. I really don't get it. That's the only that that excuse works. The, but that's the only way. But it would in work. this context, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah, because because Eric makes a joke, like makes a com- or Annie makes a comment, like, "Oh, like um, like you're good with kids," and he's like, "Oh, I better be. I have three younger sisters. That's not my first time in a chapel." Like, like what did you always what? play? What did you always play the groom for your sisters whenever they wanted to like play, like getting married at the but chapel? You like, went to the chapel oh, to play. Yeah, <laughs> like you didn't just play in the house. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? All of it's wrong. All of it is wrong. Unless, now that you said that, unless that's the joke he's making. Yeah. Like, oh, believe me, it wouldn't be my first time in a chapel. Like, like, haha, I've, I've been there pretend grooms. All right, if that's the joke, then okay. Yeah, but it doesn't but land. he says it is not that way. Yeah. He doesn't go like, oh, it wouldn't be my first time. He's, he's like, it's not my first time yeah. in a chapel. Like, all matter of fact. I'm like, so wait, they all, they're all married and have babies? This is so ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, I think we're spending way too much time on that. I just wanted to bring it up because, once again, ridiculousness. <laughs> um, and then we get a glimpse into Annie and Eric's horniness as fuck. Yeah, guys, Annie's libido is back. She's back with a vengeance. I love that, like, vague, I've been waiting for you. You haven't looked like you've been waiting you for, for me. me yeah. Does that mean that we're back in business? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, ew. <laughs> They just always gross me out when they want to get it on. They're so gross. There's So there's a scene, which I have a clip of, just because it's funny in the dialogue. But before I play it, like, there's this scene where they, they like, go in for the kiss before it's, like, a cutaway to the next yeah. scene. And it's so awkward, like, seeing them, like, approach each other with mouths parted, like, with, like, lips parted, like, in preparation for a kiss. Like, it's so awkward like ew it makes my skin crawl I, well you know how i feel about it i'm tired of hearing them kiss i'm tired of hearing all of it you know what's weird i didn't notice the hearing like like i didn't hear the sounds too much in not this. in this not in this episode but in general like at this point like i'm just so used to it that i'm mm. teaching myself to tune it out mm. but so if there wasn't a sound maybe you're right no i mean i could be wrong but like i mean we see them making out a lot in this episode yeah. A lot, a lot. Like, they, they just, you know, they, guys, they just they just want to do it. Which, okay, I don't know anything about having babies, but they had the babies, what, 15 or 7 episodes ago at mm-hmm. this point, which in real time plays out to, say, 4 months-ish, give or take. Mm. So is that normal, 4 months before you're, like, back in business, <laughs> like, back in the saddle? No, I, I think you can probably get back in the saddle a little before. Like, 6 weeks-ish, right? Mm, approximately, yeah, but I just think that... 6 in, to 8 weeks. Yeah, but I just think that most... Like, I think it's only natural for women to be like, don't fucking touch me. Mm. Like, for a while, you know what I mean? And but, but to hear Annie tell it, it's like, that's not the signals she's been sending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I've been waiting. Like oh no, I've been waiting for you. Uh, okay, can you just just, just stop? Just stop. Seriously, I don't need to hear your bedroom talk. Yeah, like like seriously, like, like, none of this conversation is for anyone. And I, I'm sorry, like bro, we know you guys love each other and love your intimacy. We've known this. You yes. beat us with a hammer about this mm-hmm. shit. Okay, we get it. Enough. Yeah, Annie just wants it, man. Which is her prerogative. Yes. I'm all for a woman and a man. Fuck it. Like, I'm all for people, like, hooking up. It's yeah, all but, great. Yeah, I'm just but I don't need to hear. I just don't need to hear about, like, the logistics being laid out. Like, have you been waiting? You don't look like you've been waiting. I've been waiting. Are we ready? Like, no. Just fucking do it or don't. But, like, keep me out of it. Like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Maybe that's the conversation that happens amongst uh, couples that have just had a baby and like months later. But you know Maybe what, that though? is a conversation. But you know that what happens. though? There's there's a way to do that cuz cuz you can tell that they're trying to play it for laughs or yes. whatever, but there's a way to do that. Case in point, there's an episode of Life Life in Pieces, which is that new CBS sitcom mm-hmm. about like the family, but it's done in like 
in like little vignettes of yeah. the four parts of the family or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of the couples in the first hour, second episode or whatever, like have a baby, right? And then, and then. Like, the next episode, or, like, two episodes later, they're, like, at the doctor's office, and they're, like, waiting to hear if they're, if they're back in yeah. business, right? And it's, like, so, can we? Yeah, sweet. And it's, like, it's, like, yeah, hooray, whatever. Like, that's how you do it. Yeah. That's how you make that funny. You don't, like, seriously have two adults sit down and go, can we have sex now? Are yeah. we ready? Like, no. Like, that's, what is that? <laughs> anyway, um... So, okay, so we we know that that's going to be a runner through the episode is, like, them trying to, like, find time to have sex with each other or yeah. whatever. They call it a date. <laughs> what a date it is. Yeah, what a date it is. Um, and then we see Shauna and Matt's dynamic, right, unfold a little bit because yeah. obviously Shauna's coming to the wedding and obviously, like, Matt's super involved in it because he wants to be I guess frankly and I guess like Heather also has asked him to be involved in things yeah, like helping sure. well that's later like, that, that yeah. hasn't even happened yet at the beginning right yeah but like which but that's also true but like you know like like logistical things right like picking um, her up like, picking her up setting things up with the church whatever mm-hmm. like like he's obviously trying to get the guest list down somehow or whatever so like he's involved in this wedding he's and, a party planner apparently apparently and and I love that Shauna has the self like worth or whatever you want to call it like self value um to just be like I'm not happy about this like I don't love this scenario but like you know what I'm along, like, I'm down. Like, I trust you. I love you. Da, da, da. Like, we're good. Like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, let this be. And he, and to uh, Matt's credit, he's like, you know, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the little voice recognition thing on my computer just uh-huh. activated when I said, to Matt's credit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that doesn't appear in the noise in the in the in the uh, cut of, yeah. of, of our episode. But anyway, um, to Matt's credit, he's still trying to be a good boyfriend. Yeah, like he's still trying to put in time with Shauna and like reassure her or whatever. But man, he's kind of obtuse when it comes to reading Shauna. You think? I don't think he has to read Shauna. I think Shauna tells him exactly what she's thinking and feeling. Yes, but he's an idiot also. <laughs> Like, because she tells him, which is great, because Matt actually needs to be told exactly what it is she's feeling for him to get, but he still doesn't, because he goes, he's like, oh, you're okay with this? She's like, yeah. Like, after she gives him, like, her little, like, I don't even want to say lecture, but after she voices her opinion, he goes, he's like, yeah, I thought you'd be okay with it. (laughs) No, you dumbass. Did you not hear her tone? And the exact words that she told, like, whatever. I know, I know. But again, though, like, you gotta love Shauna for, like, for not just, like, sitting quiet. And, no, like, I love that. Lap. I love that. I'm just laughing at Matt being such know, an idiot. he's an idiot. He t- but I'm, like, he's, yes, he's I lucky. Most guys are. He's lucky that he has a good heart. Yeah. Because, because if he was just, like, a goofy idiot who like didn't even know how good he had it with Shauna Mm -hmm. then I'd be like fucking Matt get your head out of your ass you know but I think he does really appreciate her I think I think he knows what he's got with her it's just that like he has these like juggling priorities and he's not really good at like walking the line but wait a minute when do you think he got it spoiler alert guys this was this is towards the end of this episode When he kisses Heather, do you think that's when he fucking got it? I know. That's a big, big issue, right? Let's fuck it. Who cares? Spoiler. It happened in this episode. Let's talk about it. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about that kiss. I I don't really know what was the motivation behind it other than... It's, to me, it seems too easy just to say it, is it was a last-ditch effort to get her to, like, listen to him Look, or there's, whatever. there's a few things that I'm going to bring up. Whenever um, he went to go pick up Heather from the bridal shop, like, while she's trying on her wedding dress. And he's like, whoa. He had this look in and his... the ugliest fucking dress known to man. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, but the look on his face was like, wow. Like, she's a vision. 
that was the kind of look he had, or maybe it was the look of it was wow, a little I'm really bit like taken aback, right? Yeah. It was, you know, it, it's that look that men get when they're like when they're like speechless or whatever. Yeah. I guess so. That was his look. So it's easy for the viewer to be like, "Oh my god, is he second? But see, this, this, okay, thank you for bringing that up because another point or another example of the show dropping the breadcrumb yeah. and then a second later going, "Look at the breadcrumb we dropped!" Like, yeah. like no, this this is unfounded. Yeah, like. Matt has never expressed any feelings for Heather. He's never indicated that he might be on the fence about her. Like, yeah. like he he's not happy about the fact that she's getting married in his face. But that doesn't mean that he loves her. Yeah. Like, like just because they're going to show him, like, be speechless looking at her in the wedding dress. Like, I'm yeah. supposed to go, like, ooh, maybe he has feelings for her? No. Like, yeah, like, he's been holding on to these feelings for this long, and yet he's in love with Shauna. Granted, like, we don't know that he's in love with her. Yes, you do. Yes, no, you no, do. No, hold on, hold he on. He even says, that's one of the things I love about... Of all the things I love about you, look, I love your sense of humor the most. Yeah, look, I get it. I, I naturally assume that he loves Shauna. But he doesn't reveal that until later on. Which, even that's bullshit. Yes! Because he said the word love to her. And then for him to be like, again, another breadcrumb issue. Yeah. Like, for them to him, then come around and go, I've never said that to you before. But (sighs) I don't like how they're messing around with Matt's emotions for the viewer. This is what I don't like. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's stupid. Because if he's holding on to these feelings for Heather, we have seen no sign of it. And yet when she's back here for her wedding... Here, as a viewer, I'm going to assume that, oh, he's going to juggle two women? No. No, he's been working on this relationship with Shauna for this many episodes for this season. Mm-hmm. So just give me that and let him be confident in just his relationship with Shauna. Yeah. And I'm sorry, when he does go to her door to try to convince her to call off the wedding because Mason, as he puts it, is no good. He's a jerk. Yeah. Why don't you just spit it out that he's cheating Thank on you? Thank you! Why is the only recourse you have to kiss her? Thank like, you! What the fuck is that about? I don't understand. Because don't again, be- it's the writers like trying to plant the seed so that when he does run away with her at the end, you're like, oh shit, he loves her. No, bitch. No. No, he doesn't. Like, just have him say the words, he has a side piece. If she buys it or if she doesn't, if she shuts the door in your face anyway, let that be the story. And it really leaves a bad taste in your mouth when it comes to how are you going to think of Matt? Because at this point, I'm going to look at Matt as someone that doesn't know how to make decisions or doesn't know who he wants or, or himself. Except that it doesn't, almost, because the flaw of this series, of, of this finale, is that the audience knows the game the whole time. Yeah. We know what Mason's jerkiness is yeah now if the audience didn't know yeah. what made mason a jerk and we're just watching it unfold through heather's perspective or mm-hmm. shauna's perspective then we're like oh what the fuck is happening here yeah. but we know from the minute from minute one that mason's been cheating on her yeah. so for us the audience there's no stakes there's no we, we know the game we yeah. know what's gonna happen and so it's like so stupid like what like so you so you're just trying to like fuck with me by by like like telling me what to be fucked up about no that's not gonna work what the fuck i really didn't give a shit about this finale it's really shitty yeah it's really not great yeah i agree and there's like no cliffhanger either. No. Spoiler alert for the next episode. Like, yeah. it doesn't end with any sort of like, what's gonna happen when we come back? Like, yeah. so really, I don't care. <laughs> and so Annie's trying to get it on. Yes. Okay. Matt is being Let's in. Get it on. And Matt is, you know, apparently gotten hit by the head, <laughs> confused a few times. Mary. Oh, girl. Is. Do not get me started on Mary, except do, because that's the point of this podcast. Okay. <laughs> this whole Mary, Lucy, and I Jordan can't, thing. I can't, I can't, I can't. Pissed I can't, me I off. Can't, and remember when I made that, when, when I brought it up in like, I don't know how many episodes ago. In the Praise for Women episode, where you're like, when is Mary's feminism ever going to kick in? Yeah, but not only, I was like, what are the looks she's giving Jordan? What are the looks that are that's mm. Jordan giving Mary? I said, Oh, if, that episode. Yes. And if something happens, I'm going to be really pissed off. And honestly, fucking A, Mary. Get your head out of your ass. Do not give Simon a fucking lecture on how are you in control of who you yeah, might like, I mean, like. You don't know who you're going to kiss or who you're going to like. It could be your ex. It could be your friend's ex. It could be your sister's. Eh, cut. Stop, Stop it. it. 
fucking shut the fuck up. When are you going to learn your GD lesson, Mary? (laughs) When are you going to learn it? How many times are your actions going to bite you in the ass before you realize that you are culpable in the steps that you take seriously against or with people? (laughs) Like... She, yeah, she, like, and it, it's only hurt by the fact that she and Jordan have about as much chemistry as, like, two wooden boards. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't, Jordan has chemistry with everybody except yeah. for Mary. Yeah, because the only thing that they show Jordan and Mary doing is kissing. Yeah. Barely any dialogue. Yeah. You find and Jordan and he Lucy talks really to her, cute. Every time he talks to Mary, it comes out like he's like arguing with yes. her. Yes, it's like weirdly like like pushy, and I'm just like, what is happening? Yeah, here? Jordan with Lucy, so cute. Oh my god, so cute. So Jordan sweet. with Simon when when yes. they're talking about the kissing thing again. I think we're getting into 22 territory, but super cute. Yeah. So when it comes to that stuff. Great, but Jordan and Mary, I don't like that they push this on the character. I hate that they wrote this in. Yeah, me too. Really do. And the me fact too. that they, they already had planted that seed from that Wilson episode, again, dude, no. when did they decide to hook up? And excuse me, fucking Towner is gone? Like you mentioned. Yeah, I know. That Towner I know. is going to be alert for yeah. us yeah. that Towner was no longer but in the picture. I'm sorry. Please, can you not show me Mary being so fickle with her heart and giving it to every guy? Yeah, no. She, Mary doesn't have feelings. Mary, yeah. like, maybe she might catch know, them. No, maybe. no, no. No, no. As far as I know, or as far as I'm concerned, with as from what we've seen with Mary, Mary doesn't ever actually, like, have feelings for anyone. Only for She's Wilson. just, like, horny for people. Yeah. Like, like, she just wants to, like, make out and, like... You know, like get attention and stuff, yeah. like with Towner, with Jordan, There's with no all emotion- the million yeah, guys yeah. she was There's dating. There's no emotional growth. No, and even with Wilson, you could argue, like, what the fuck happened with Wilson? Like, you just flip the switch and you're just like, oh, I don't want to deal with your kid no more. So bye. I've outgrown you. Which okay, I mean, that maybe there's merit there, right? Like, good, good on you for knowing what your limitations are and yeah. stopping it before you got too deep or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, but still, like. Then what? Like, yeah. so now you're just gonna like go on a makeout rampage with like every guy who shows you a little bit of attention? Like, yeah. what the fuck? And I almost, I, I have to wonder, I have to wonder because this is television and you know how things go. Mm. I have to wonder if it was an availability issue. If they had Towner when they had him, yeah. they lost Towner. Yeah. I mean, Don Jeff Coat. Yeah. And then they had to fu- somehow make a way to bring Jordan back into the mix just for the drama of it all. But it's so stupid. It's really stupid, though. It's stupid. I agree. I agree. And, it's, and it's tasteless, dude. It's, it is. It's tasteless that she's going to, like, sneak around with this guy, which obviously means intuit, like, in, like, implicitly that she knows it's wrong. Yes. You know? She's lying to everybody about it. You can't help who you might now, like. Now you Shut have to remember. Now, now I'm going to say something, but as I say it, it's already going to be a spoiler. But like the scene where Annie catches them outside, is that in this episode or in the next episode? This episode. Okay, good. This episode. So it's not as 22 spoily. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. This episode, she catches them outside. Um, Catch me outside. Zach. How about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, outside the house like in the backyard yeah, yeah. on this like against the side of the house yeah Annie takes way too long to like come out of the house and hear noises and like make her way around the corner to find them like yeah. like if I walked out of the house and I heard rustling in the bushes that's the first place I'd go yeah <laughs> like, and you hear giggling like two or three times and yeah. then you're like hello what hello? she's like looking at the basketball looking out into the space looking out at the basketball like bitch look around yeah you know your backyard <laughs> seriously <laughs> God. I just, I don't know. And, okay. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to bring up Lucy, but go on. No, no, please bring up Lucy. I was going to move on, but bring up Lucy. I was going to bring up Lucy, Shelby, and Joe. Yeah, let's talk about them. Because I I have so many thoughts about this threesome. (laughs) 
Okay. I don't know where to begin because as much as I just harped on the fact that like why can't boys and girls be friends and like why instill that in your kid mm-hmm. or whatever. And I still believe that to be true because I do believe that guys and girls can be friends and like why should that be a stigmatic thing or like a taboo thing? Stigmatic? That's not the word. Why why should there be a stigma around that? Yeah. Or why should that be like a thing to even talk about? Like why yeah. can't just people be friends with whoever they want to be friends with? Whatever. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time when Joe confesses his feelings mm-hmm. for for Lucy, Lucy then makes a comment like, I don't even know you. Yeah. Which, then how are you friends? Like, or vice versa? Like, like if how do you call him, or how do you call yourselves the Three Musketeers if you feel like you don't even know this guy? Yeah. You know? And then also, like... Why should he feel bad for having the feelings he has? Like, why should she be like, uh, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I don't even know you. Just because he had the balls to confess his feelings. I know. Like, I don't know. It's hard for me to, like, walk that line. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, I was, like, identifying with Shelby super hard in that episode. <laughs> But, you know, and then Shelby, poor Shelby, like, she's trying to do the right thing. She's trying to be supportive. She's trying to just be like, go for it. Oh, my God, that's amazing. He's great. You're great. Yeah. Like, I love you guys both. Like, do it. Go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Lucy has to be all like, oh, I'm such an idiot, you know? And it's all just so weird. I don't know. I don't know what, ha- I don't know what the right answer is for that relationship. I mean, I like that Lucy, you know, she figured it out. She goes, oh, my God. Okay, you like him? All right, let's make this happen. She did that. But why would that be okay and her being with him is not okay? Well, she just... Because she doesn't like him. That's it. Lucy didn't like him. But she doesn't like him, but she's okay with her best friend being with him? Yeah, because she doesn't have feelings for him. Oh, okay. She's just like, really, like, it doesn't exist. Like, she's looking at him like... You didn't even come into my, into my, like, I you guess, didn't even... I guess it's the part where she's like, I don't even know you that well. That's the part that's really throwing me off. Because yeah. to me, that says, like, uh, dude, like, calm down. Like, no, you know? Yeah. More than just, like, I don't care about you like that. I don't know. Maybe I read that wrong, I guess. Well, I don't think you did, only because you're right, the, the wording of that. Like, the way... You can't help but think that she doesn't know you all that well, that, okay, then maybe that's why she's not interested. But, and when it comes to Jordan, he talked to her and she was smitten because he's oh so cute. And she doesn't know him. That's true too. You know? That's the things that just make me, like, question all of this Shelby, Joe, Lucy shit. Like, it's weird to me that she won't entertain him for herself at all. Yeah. And yet is all about her best friend being with him. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like that's, that's a little bit incongruous. Like, you know, I, cause, cause, cause in my mind, if she's like, no dude, like I don't have feelings for you. Like, it fucks with the friendship factor. Yeah. And him being with Shelby does the same thing. It fucks with the friendship factor. It does. You know? It does. I don't know. I mean, all that being said, though, it's super nice of Lucy to, like, give Shelby a makeover and stuff and, like, yeah. try to make her attractive, I guess. Not that she's not, but, you know. Yeah, what seriously, I, mean. I didn't understand that. Yeah, what, bit. she put eye makeup on her and some blush and, like, yeah. all of a sudden she's, like, it's, it's like that she's all that, like, take the glasses yeah, off yeah. and you're hot, right? Like, <laughs> put her in a pink sweater and all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. God. Put her in a pink sweater. <laughs> And all of a sudden... God, the amount... Did you notice, like, how much hairspray was yeah. in her hair? Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to vomit thinking about how heavy her head must have felt. And I'm sorry, isn't her hair straight already? Ooh, yeah. But Lucy had, like, curled it. Yeah, curled like, it like, Curled out, the yeah. ends, like, like Lucy style, mm-hmm. like how Lucy does, you know? Yeah. She made her... She made Shelby a little mini Lucy. Yeah. And then was like, go, be with Joe. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's a little weird. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so many things annoying about that. Yeah. Man. Oh, question. The deaf guy that's at the bachelor party with where Matt discovers that Mason's ha- that Mason has a side yeah. piece. 
Is that the same friend that we met that yes. Heather brought over from mm-hmm. the East Coast? Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to be sure because he looked familiar. Yeah. But I was like, is this the same guy? Yeah. Who is this guy? Okay. Yeah, it's the same guy. Cool. I'm glad I like, they I like that back. continuity. Yeah. yeah, that's that's fun. That that's stuff. Apparently, his schedule was open. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we haven't talked about the biggest elephant in the room, which is Aunt Julie. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is she important? In- yes, she is. Yeah, dude. So <sighs> Annie mentions to Eric that he, she saw Julie walking out of Dr. Hastings' office. Dr. Mm-hmm. Hastings, as we all know, is the doctor that almost killed Matt and delivered yes. Sam and David. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eric goes into a fucking tailspin because yeah. it's who he is. And everybody just sort of assumes that that means that she's pregnant, right? Yeah. She's coming out of the OBG's... OBGYN's office. Yeah. Um, that she's pregnant. And so Eric starts like freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. And Annie rightfully is like, don't fucking meddle. Yeah. Like, she will come to us when she's ready to come to us. Yeah. Let this be her, th- her thing, yeah. you know, to tell us whatever. Um, and of course, Eric can't leave well enough alone. So he goes to talk to Dr. Hastings and we get this. Uh, but I, I do need to ask you. Something about David and Sam. I'm at your disposal. Why was there Aunt Julie in your office yesterday? Aunt Julie? Julie Camden. I think you better talk to her. So my concern with the scene Mm -hmm. is knowing what we know, which is that, spoiler alert, Dr. Hastings and Julie are dating. Yeah. When Eric's like, what's happening with Sam and David's Aunt Julie... Why is Dr. Hastings like, Julie? Yeah. <laughs> like, how many Julies do you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know her last name is Camden. Yeah. Like, it's not until Eric's like, Julie Camden, that he's like, oh. Yeah. Like, no, bitch. Yeah. When you hear the name Julie, and that's your girlfriend, you should know the Julie he's talking about. Yeah. Thank <laughs> like, you. It's so stupid. I mean, you could argue that he's playing the game. Yeah. But then, but then, why not play it throughout, right? Yeah. Like, like, and, the, and then it ends with, I think she's she should tell you. Yeah, I think I think you should talk to her. Yeah. Which, of course, he knows he can't because yeah. he's agreed with Annie to stay away. Um, I. And then we find out. So in this episode, we did find you out assume that, that they were dating. No, I didn't see it coming at all. Oh, really? I thought that they were. I'm like, oh, when she when I, she pulls him into the into the foyer. Yeah, I was like, oh shit! <laughs> like I really, did. I expected her to be pregnant. Like I fully was just like, she's pregnant. There's maybe complications because we know that that's his specialty. Whatever. Like, I that's just what I expected. Oh, really? I I assumed that they were dating. Really? Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're dating for sure. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. I think they're great together. Yeah. I'm I'm continually phased by Julie's head. <laughs> and let me explain. Oh, please do. Okay. I'm actually very curious about this because so, I think you and I might have the same. Oh, I love it. Okay. When we see Julie, she has either two... She has one of two hair modes. Either it's up in a ponytail <laughs> yes! or it's down around uh-huh. her face. Uh-huh. And when it's up in a ponytail, her head looks gigantic. Yeah, no, well, she has a very, like, square face, dude. <laughs> Strong face jawline. Huge. Yeah. And then when her hair is down, she looks like a little pinhead. <laughs> I don't. I can't, I can't reconcile it in my head. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. She has a huge face. But, dude, the way she speaks scares the shit out of me every Why? time. Every time. Because she's so soft and, like, <laughs> that I'm almost ready for her to fucking rage. Mm-hmm. Because, she, because her low and soft voice is frightening. She does like, makes, very... Like, it makes me think of... Fatal attraction scary. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm expecting her to turn on me. Not because of the episodes, episodes that we've seen her in. Right. But, like, there's such a calmness in her voice where I'm like, when is she going to crack? And she and she has that down really well. And I don't know if that's her taking on the character mm. or not. But Or just who she is as or a person. Yeah, or just, you know. But it scares me. She does, to your point, have a very, like measured sort of cadence like when she speaks like it's very it's just it just it's it's right there it just exists Mm -hmm. there's not a ton of like 
emotional range no. in her voice. Like if she wanted to play as like a Dexter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like would, yeah, it epic. would totally lend itself to yeah. that kind of a role. She could. I think like, you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. So that's why, like, she kind of scares me. That's hilarious. When she shows up, and she must, she must be the best Aunt Julie. Like the kids <laughs> love her, and I'm like, nah, bro, she fucking scares me. Like I'm just waiting for her to turn. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because I like Julie, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, whatever journey we've gone through with her over mm-hmm. the last three seasons, like, I I enjoy her, you know, when she's on, I think she lends a certain, um, like, freshness yeah. a little bit somehow, I don't know what it is about her, like, she, like, like her presence, I feel like, helps the show, mm-hmm. you know, when she's around, um, and, and I like, I really like her in this episode too, because, so she brings Hastings over, Eric is like, not into it yeah. at all, he, and he's like, very obvious about it, yeah. and then they go upstairs to tend to the twins, because they need to be changed or whatever, Yeah. and so Julie's left alone in the living room for a minute, and she like, turns the baby monitor on so she can hear yeah. them. And you hear Eric, like, being a fucking judgy asswipe yeah. about his own fucking sister. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, how dare you say the things? Because, you know, he's all talking, like, how, you know, she's an alcoholic. And, like, it took her a long time to get herself back on the right path. And, yeah. like, you know, we I just don't want to see her getting hurt and shit. And then I love that Julie's takeaway from that is, like, God forbid something doesn't go the way I want. I'll just turn to the drink again. Right, Eric? Like, yeah. fuck you and your judginess. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're supposed to be this, like, you know, minister with, like, a good heart and, like, you know, talks to God and shit. And you can't get over the fact. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear you, but I do have a question that I'm going to bring up. Yeah. And not that I'm saying him talking... The, the smack that he did about Julie, I, I hated it. Mm-hmm. And I felt bad that Julie had to hear it. Yes. But I can't help but think that this is Eric not getting over the fact that he was the doctor that almost killed Matt. And therefore, and now Annie is on his side because he delivered Sam and David and was like basically on Annie's side. Like he redeemed himself. That's how she sees yeah. it. Yeah, I love I love that line when Eric's like, "Oh, so because he delivers her sons, he can date my sister." Yeah, <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, but like this is his own shit, and this is him trying to get, you know, Hank, which he refuses to right. call him, out of um, out of their house. Like, this I is don't his- buy it. I don't buy it at all because I think I think he's over it. Remember, remember when he had that cathartic. A scene at the end of that one episode where he's like, you know, everyone's just trying to do their best that they can. Yeah. Let people fail because it's not about you, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. right? I don't, I think that he in his heart has already forgiven Hank for his misstep. Okay. I, so re- you, I genuinely okay, believe so that. Okay, so you believe that. So then, then what an asshole Eric is. That's my is. point. Yeah. That's my exact then, if, point. Okay, if, if that's how you feel, then... Eric is an asshole. Because, and because he is the older sibling, right? Yeah. Julie's younger than him. Yeah. So that's your typical, like, older brother swinging his dick around, like, acting like he knows what's best for you. Yeah. Like, when it's like, you know what, Eric? Let her be the adult that she has earned to be in the yeah. last two and a half years that she's been sober. Mm-hmm. Like, she has brought her life back on track, and, or at least she's regained a semblance of a life. Yeah. You know, and how dare you like treat her like she can't even have that or have normalcy Mm -hmm. because of her disease. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, bro. Get the hell out of here. I'm really happy for Julie for being able to stand up for herself. Yeah. And just be like, uh, we're leaving. Mm -hmm. That's not cool. That's not fair. That's not, that's not how you normally are with everyone else and shit in your role as a minister in this community, you know, like, yeah. Like, you know, you're you're always so willing to give people the benefit, benefit of the doubt. You're always so willing to, like, treat others with, like, kindness and sympathy yeah. and, you know, whatever. Why can't you do that to your own sister? Because he's a dumbass. And that's where Matt gets it from. <laughs> I think that's where they all get it from. Seriously. <laughs> when they're stupid, look to Eric. Seriously. Man. 
what else happens in this episode? Ruthie, Ruthie talks to the Tooth oh, Fairy yeah. to... Since when does the Tooth Fairy grant wishes? I, is what I want to know. Uh, no, never. She's eight. She should know this by now. I want to play this clip of... Um, well, so many things happen. So when back in the beginning of the episode when Simon invites Dina and Cindy over, okay. he talks to Ruthie uh-huh. about like staying out of his hair yeah, and yeah. we get this. Dina and her cousin Cindy are coming over today. And I need you to throttle back on the usual stuff you pull. Well, today's your lucky day. I have bigger fish to fry. I don't have time to torture you or your company. What fish? I have wedding fever. And I won't rest till I'm in Heather's. As what? Do you think they'll let me be the bride? Hello? I, I want to be a flower girl. I was born to carry. Look at these arms. I don't care what you do. Just stay away from me and my company. I told you I was going to stay away, <laughs> not leave, before I changed my mind. I love Ruthie's line read on, these arms were born to carry, <laughs> or whatever she says. She's, she's funny, dude. She's a she's, cutie. She's so funny. I do feel like it's a missed, it's a misstep yeah. on the actor's part mm-hmm. where when she goes like, you think they'll let me be the bride? Hello. Like, like there's a way to read that where, where she's sarcastically saying, you think they'll let me be the bride? Hello. Obviously I want to be a flower girl, right? Yeah. That's not how she does it though. No. And for a minute I was like, I thought she was sincere. I yeah. was like, oh wait, no. Okay. <laughs> but she, cause she doesn't deliver it sarcastically yeah. enough. And I was like, oh, missed. But, um, she, she can't do it all, man. No, she I know. And she's good though. Yeah. When I think about the fact that she was like nine at this point, mm-hmm. you know, like, or maybe 10. Like, I'm just like, damn, you know? Like, that's a lot. That's a tall order yeah. for a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, and she crushes it, truly, on the daily she's basis. Cute. Yeah, she's great. Um, and then we see... So, now she's all, like, gung-ho on this flower girl thing. They try to get her in, but they can't. Yeah. So... Because they already promised me cousins that they're <laughs> going to be the flower girls. So she's all, like, sad in the living room while Hank and... not Yeah, Hank and Julie are there. And she has this epiphany that it's like, hey, why don't you two get married? Yeah. Because <laughs> then she can be a flower girl. And Eric, of course, throwing his dick around. He's like, no one's getting married here. No, 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 no. And then Julie's like, no one's getting married. And then Ruthie delivers this, which... Arguably, is like one of her best scenes ever. Well, somebody in this stinking house better decide to get married because I was born to be a flower girl. Right now, I've got nowhere to flower. <laughs> I've got nowhere to flower. <laughs> I got She's so to cute. I love her so much. And it's cute. it's moments like this that I love her. Mm-hmm. Like when she's like when when Simon's like just promise me you'll stay out of our way and she's like i already said i would now leave before i change my mind (laughs) she has her business to tend to not yours yeah look at these arms they were born to carry (laughs) she's so cute have you ever been a flower girl yes and failed (laughs) how so well my aunt loves to tell the story um well i say aunt but like my dad's cousin whatever um, young enough to get married at a point where I was old enough to be a flower girl. Mm-hmm. So there, that tells you age range wise. Um, and it was me and my cousin who's like my age um, to be flat. Like we're chosen to be flower girls. Cool. Fine. And there's home video of me and my mom, like the morning of the wedding. And my mom has, like, the basket with the flowers in it. And she's, like, help. Like, she's, like, showing me what I'm supposed to do, right? And she's, like, look. Look, Jacqueline. You take the flower and you put it on, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, I just, and I just remember in the home video being, like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. not paying attention. Like, I give a shit. And then so the time comes. And they love telling the story. Like, the time comes. You know, like, the doors open at the church. I'm there with my cousin. And I start crying. <laughs> And I, like, refused to walk. And I think, if I remember correctly, my dad had to, like, carry me down the aisle and, like, did the flowers. (laughs) (laughs) I think. Oh, that makes a good laugh. Yeah. And I think I've done it one other time. 
but I can't, I don't know. I, 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 I confuse it in my head if that was the one and only time I was ever asked because I failed. Yeah. Or if I did it once before and then the second time I failed or, you know, I don't know. But what about you? I was a flower girl once. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember even the process of doing it. I think I did it. I think I did the job. But yeah. the, the one thing that I hated was my hair. Oh, no. Because I, well, I had super long hair. And, like, by the time that they were done with it, I was just exhausted. <laughs> and then once I was done with the church, not even. I think my mom said... The moment I stopped throwing the flowers, the moment I got to the top, I already started pulling oh, no. the stuff out of my because <laughs> I was done That's for. Just like I'm done with my duty now. Leave me. Yeah, alone. yeah. Basically, I was like, it's not like I'm going to take any more pictures. Like I've already done it, That's so I, I just start pulling out the pieces. That's amazing. Yeah, all the bobby pins, so I don't have. To you deal did with have it. really long hair, didn't you? I did, man. I forget that about you. <laughs> Had that long ass braid and Girl. then in a fucking bun. Girl, you had long mm-hmm. hair. I had long, 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 long hair. It was beautiful. I mean, I love your short little bobs now, too. But, yeah, you did yeah, have really long hair. Yeah, God. That and, like, and curly-ass yeah. long hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can only imagine. I so, can only imagine. My like, sister thinks she has long, curly hair. She has nothing on you. Dude, you're... <laughs> oh, God, but your sister's hair... Fuck, it's beautiful. I know. She has gorgeous hair. But, like... They put a fucking crown on me. Oh, no. I had a crown. Like a, like, like a crown crown or like a flower crown? Like a flower crown. Okay. No, 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 no. Like a little like mini princess kind oh, of crown. God. And I remember it like being so frustrated with it. Like could weddings be this? any gaudier in the 80s? Thank you. Or in the 90s? Thank you. And I was just like, take this thing off me. I just wanted my hair down. Just leave it down. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to get out of the dress. Aww. There's nothing that I hated more than, like, being in those dresses. Yeah. And pantyhose. Oh, fuck. Pantyhose are the worst. I know. And I and I, and I I tell my mom, like, I blame you for this. I hate pantyhose until now. Uh-huh. And that's because you made me wear them. And as a kid, I swear, I was such a brat. I was a brat about this. Like, I had a lot of boy cousins, so it worked. Mm. Every time, like, they were out playing, I'm like, might as well just rip them. So I would, <laughs> I would go play with them, and I would tear them That's every great. single time. And my That's mom would genius. always say, you tore them again? I was like, well, make, just let me stop wearing them. <laughs> I don't want to wear them. <laughs> I, think, I think if I remember correctly, my mom has said, like, that she never really cared about pantyhose. Like, yeah. she wasn't the one who ever enforced the pantyhose yeah. thing. But, like... As I was, like, you know, like a baby, like, mm-hmm. until I was able to, like, walk and, you know, talk and stuff. Yeah. Like, that, like, my grandparents would enforce the pantyhose yeah. thing. Like, because I have, I, I, I see pictures and stuff, and I'm yeah. always wearing fucking pantyhose with, like, lace or patterns. Yes, 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 What yes, the yes. fuck, you know? Well, my mom, but then, but then I have really vivid memories of being, like, a four-year-old and, like, not wearing pantyhose with the dress. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's, like, my mom, like, letting me not because she doesn't give a fuck, you know? No, I was just, I was such a brat. Like, my mom just wanted me to be girly girl. Like, uh, yeah. she wanted me to be that. And not that I don't have that in me. Like, I do, but I'm a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl. Yeah. And as a kid, th- when she would bring that out, like, <laughs> do you ever remember, uh, have you ever watched that movie, Look Who's Talking? No. When he We've makes... about this okay, before. <laughs> he makes her, he makes, uh, the, Christy Alley makes her son, Mikey, wear, like, these overalls with animals on it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he's like, I hate this. It's fucking stupid. Like, it's the voice. And he goes, oh. he's like... Yeah, well, I feel like a retard. Like, all this shit gets no. said. It's bad. But, like, it's Mikey's mind. That was me. With <laughs> no, I hate it. It's stupid. It's ugly. Like, <laughs> don't let me wear this. Oh, man. Yeah, but, dude, I, I think... I don't know how many times it, it, it took for my mom to learn. For me like, to stop know. it. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I think, but it, it, it just took a bunch of times for me to climb trees and tear them open or to fall down and to tear it open. <laughs> she's like, I'm not buying you anymore. Yeah, yeah. She, she realized, this shit is too expensive now. Done. <laughs> Seriously. Gosh. Well. Did we do it? I feel like we did it as much as we could, knowing that we still have a part two of this craziness coming. Okay, wait, hold on. We should mention that during... Um, so, yes, we find out that Mason is cheating. 
That's true, he is. We do find that out in this episode. Yeah, we find out that Mason was cheating, and that's because Eric... Not Eric, sorry, sorry. Matt was at the bachelor party, and the buddies let him know that basically he has a side girl. And he's had the side girl for a lot... For the whole time that he's been dating Heather, presumably. Yeah. And they're they're all like, we thought he'd call it off when he got engaged, but nah, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Could we also talk about this chick? We'll get more into her in the next episode. But like, why would you like, stick around? And in and in like in an open public, like, yeah. Why are you like, showing up to his bachelor party? He has zero shame about any of this no. shit. Nope. Like, no. oh my god. No, he no backbone. Not a not a man. We missed the best part. So in that scene, in that scene at the bar mm-hmm. at the or at the pool hall or whatever mm-hmm. at the bachelor party. Shauna confronts Matt and they have this argument which I'm going to play okay. because she delivers the most heartbreaking most amazing line ever mm-hmm. what happened to you? I, I completely forgot I picked up Heather at the bridal shop and just lost track of time I'm so sorry I don't want an apology but I do want to know if you're still in love with Heather because if you are then we're over I'm not going to be anyone's consolation prize whatever Heather and I shared was over a long time ago and tomorrow after the wedding, our lives will go back to normal. But until then, you just have to cut me some relationship slack. Don't break my heart, Camden. Ugh. Yeah. Every time. Mm-hmm. It gets me every fucking time. Don't break my heart, Camden. Yeah. Such a great line. Yeah. And that's, that's what I love. Like, Shauna, to me, is, like, one of the most compelling non-main characters we've seen on the show mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. She's so just, like, lovely to watch mm-hmm. and be strong, you yeah. know? And, like, she's just... She has this quality. I don't know what it is about her. She She's strong, but she's also very vulnerable, and that's what makes yes. her strong. Yes. that That's what makes her strong, because and, she's, and like... And like, what she's makes her compelling. Like, yeah. it's, it's that... It's that... It's that balance within herself and how she portrays that mm-hmm. and, like, all of that... That just like I just want more of her always. Yeah, <laughs> like she might as well yeah, just yeah. be main. You know, like I'm down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she's fun. I like, <sighs> I really like her. Oh, and yeah. then hold on. Mm, so holding. He he calls out Mason on this shit. Yes. Okay. And then the best part is whenever she whenever Matt ends up at Heather's house. Yes. The I know. Fuck? I know where you're going with this. When Heather said, "He told me that you were going to do this, show up and try to break our our wedding mm-hmm. or whatever." He said you were acting crazy at the bachelor yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, this scheming, <sighs> disgusting son of a bitch, fucking asshole." Yeah, like, I mean, truly, what a disgusting human being. Yeah, yeah, what an awful piece of shit. Yeah, you. No empathy. That's it. No empathy. No no care. No. That's what pisses me off of, like, why couldn't Matt just spit it out at that point? But, you know, oh, okay. He, does, he doesn't spit it out here. Like, yes. yeah. And he does it the second time in the next episode, and we'll talk when about it. When they pull over? I, I'll, I'll bring it up. Okay. We'll talk about Whenever it. Whenever we talk about it. Um, but, yes. So, he walks in as if forever now we're, you know, hold you. Yeah. Heather. Don't do it. Heather, don't do it. And then she, like, fucking leaves. She runs out of her wedding. Yeah. And she... (laughs) So many things. I know. And they, like, hug it out. And then they run away. Yeah. Like, like, like they hug it out in the fucking church. And I love how it cuts to Shauna in that moment. Yeah. Because it's like, fuck. Yeah. And then he, like, jumps over the hood of his car, gets in the driver's seat. She, like, throws her veil or whatever yeah. as they're driving off. And... But I'm sorry. So, you and I both understand that he loves Shauna, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think I do. I think in forgetting everything else I know, right? Like, in this moment, I'm not convinced he doesn't love Shauna. Yeah, same you know? here. Yeah. But when Heather decides to run towards Matt, mm-hmm. all I thought was, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, no, 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 no. I certainly wasn't expect. I mean, I kind of was and I wasn't. Like, I was like, I didn't I think, I didn't expect it to go down all that quick. Like, yeah. bye, and then they run off. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, shit. Like, 
okay, something's happening here. Yeah. But I think, I thought it was very telling that they don't kiss. Yeah. That they hug. Hugged. When yeah. she runs to him. Yeah. Because, you know, that's a very telling non-action, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. Right? Like... Then again, he hugged Shauna when he conv- when when he agreed to be exclusive with her. So maybe he's just a hugger. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. It's in. It, as far as part one cliffhangers go, I appreciated this one, and I appreciated how they set up this part one and part two mm-hmm. dynamic. But then. And maybe it's premature to talk about this, but like then going into like a finale wrap up for the season, yeah. I'm like, meh. But we're getting ahead of ourselves, right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we did it with this. Episode. We did it. Let, 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 yeah. Let's save all the goods for the next. Yeah, time. yeah. That's when all the juicy shit goes down. Yeah, a lot of shit talking too. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall we rate the episode? Yeah, sure. Four. Okay, five. <laughs> Boom. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I had to give this one a five. Just like, it's just so middle of the road. Yeah. It had its funny moments. Mm-hmm. It had its lame moments. Yes. It was just there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Whatever. I don't know. It, was, it, had, it did nothing for me really, like, emotionally, other than the rants we just went on in terms of, like, negative emotion. Yes, I guess. thank you. But, um,. Yeah. Never had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, as always, don't forget to subscribe and rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you're listening to us right now, rate us on that place. <laughs> and you know what? If you like what you're hearing, tell a friend. You know, we're always in the market for more listeners, and we'd love to have more people tuning in to us twice a week. So tell a friend. Um, you can or find a cousin. Us, or a cousin. Or a grandma or a boyfriend. Grandpa. <laughs> no, don't tell your grandma or grandpa. Why? They might find us entertaining. <laughs> That's true. If you, have a cool, <laughs> if you have a cool grandma or grandpa, like Pete, Charles, and Jenny. <laughs> yes. Um, maybe not the colonel. Or Mrs. Bink. Oh, yeah. If you've got a Mrs. Bink grandma, be sure to tell them about us. (laughs) Or a Mrs. Hinkle, too. Yes. Those ladies know how to party. They know. (laughs) They know what's up. (laughs) Um, You can find us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the social media places. If you catch us on Instagram, I do want to say, I I do want to shout out T, because every week we we try to pair a cocktail with each episode, and we try to make it sort of thematic when we can. Otherwise, we just drink whatever the hell we want to drink yes but she always takes these really cool like shots of of our of our drinks with with our setup here in the studio and i just want to show her some love so so, so check cute. us out on the instagram at the number four heaven's sake pod and it's the same um handle on like twitter and facebook and stuff and um i think that's all the things oh or you can send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com we haven't heard from anyone in a while and we'd love to hear from you guys we've we've said some things in these recent episodes that i'm sure are controversial or at least have sparked questions or thoughts in your minds and we'd love to hear from you guys about that stuff so let us know as you know our season recap episode is coming soon so we'd love to have stuff to read then and until next time Bye. You want another glass of rosé? Yes.